0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: On today's Believe in Chicago Sports podcast, there's IO de Sumo Fever. And the Bears get Justin Fields back. But unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers probably still owns the Bears. We'll find that out Sunday night on national television. Let's discuss it all on episode 66
0: now. Welcome in to the Believe in Chicago Sports Podcast, your home for the best Chicago sports talk. I'm Joey Gelman. You can follow me on Twitter at Joey Gelman. The man on the other side of the Skype is Dan Collins. You can follow him on Twitter at Tweet Dan Collins. The show Believe in Chicago Sports is also on Twitter at Believe in Chicago. Part of the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast network for professionals. As Dan mentioned in the tease, it is I O Fever. Here in Chicago, and as two Illini gentlemen ourselves, we're very proud and excited to see the the bright Underwood Illini product, Morgan Parks product, Chicago's very own uh, Io Desumu tearing it up for the Bulls early in his career. And I I, I know we focus on Io a couple of shows back, but you know now we're getting to a point where the conversation is getting real, and the conversation is getting outside of Chicago where. Teams and other media and other NBA talkers are, are are noticing and are seeing what he is doing as as a rookie, and it's kudos to him and his hard work. It's kudos to Billy Donovan and how they they've inserted him and 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 his development at, at the NBA level. But you know, I will say I'm surprised because I don't ex- I didn't expect him to be this good this early. But you know, when you think about it. He's always been the go-getter type of guy that's going to make himself better. And, you know, if you would have asked me after his sophomore season in Illinois, is he ready for the draft? I know that was pre-COVID, but if 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 he was ready for the draft and you go, everyone was saying probably yeah. And I go, no. Like, I, I, I still needed to see more from him at that time. Because as good as he was, he had not really – developed fully into his shot that he got his junior year his go-getter mentality he got his junior year his development from the three-point line his junior year and 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 he i don't know if he knew that or the people in the nba circles were telling him that or genius joey was the only one that knew that but that's that was something that i think was a a stepping stone for him where it was kind of a reality check of I need to do everything I can to continue to get better each and every year. And he's now taking that next step here with the Bulls. And when Kobe White came back from injury, you couldn't sit Io. He worked his way into this rotation and gained the trust of his teammates. And he's just an absolute blast to watch. And he fits exactly in with the run-and-gun style offense they're running now under Donovan. And it's it's fun to see. And I I, I know he's not the you know number one story for the bulls there's many things going on but i think for us and 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 for a lot of people that have followed him for a while what an absolute blast it is to see him succeed at the next level
1: yeah i mean super efficient um super athletic, super talented i mean what a what a second round pick that looks like now right you know i i, I go Absolutely. back to draft day and I remember him being the was like 38th overall or whatnot in, in the second round. And I remember talking about it here on the podcast, being like, wow, like you're sitting there like this can actually happen. Then all of a sudden the Bulls go on ahead and they, and they take the Morgan Park product. And how cool was it for him to get his start? And then he comes out and Derrick Rose S fashion with the from Chicago. Super cool. I mean, considering he has the Illini tie, I think that either like either way, whether he. Introduced himself or he was introduced as from Chicago or from Illinois. Most people would have accepted it either way. I still prefer, being an Illini alum, I actually still prefer the from Chicago. Um, but yeah, you look at, it, like you said, Scrappy, super efficient in terms of, you know, whenever he he gets his chance to be out there on the court. And yeah, it's not the biggest Bull story, like you were saying, but maybe one of the biggest if you're an Illini fan, right? <laughs> and like looking into this and. It's funny because you know the, the news comes out that they're going to you know honor his jersey and and go on ahead and hang it from the rafters at the State Farm Center now and obviously like tremendous honor there and you know some people might say wow like this happened quickly like <laughs> the alumni come out the come out the gates stumbling and they need something to celebrate all of a sudden but uh, hey we know we know somebody in town who's a who's a, who's a who's a product of ours and we could bring back to celebrate a little bit but you know I I do like them like why not right like why not just get ahead of it he's starting to you know get into his own here at the first year in the nba with the chicago bulls and why not invite him back and like yeah do do what you know you're going to do anyways right like just think about not even what he's doing now like very very early on in his nba career days like i said with the bulls but what he did there like what he earned while being at illinois right like this is this is for what he earned at Illinois. It's not what he's earning post-Illinois, right? But obviously what, what he's been doing lately, especially with getting you know his first start in the NBA very recently, obviously it makes it all the more special now to bring him back and then get, give him that honor, but nothing but I guess it's it's just the perfect, and, and you know we've talked about this a few times before. But even if you're an Illinois fan or not, or obviously you're, you're just going to be like a Chicago fan, I take it most people are. If, if you're a Bulls fan, unless you're somebody from some random state who just follows the Bulls because of the '90s Jordan era, um, like this is just once again like adding to the the pleasure again, right? Of like watching Chicago Bulls basketball. Like at the very end of the day, even if you don't see a Bulls win, you could still. Look at the development and see, you know, everything that Billy Donovan and company is is putting together. And you're talking about what? Just a couple weeks ago, they were both like what a top ten offense and defense. Like (laughs) the defensive numbers have been, I think, what's been most impressive uh, as of late because weren't really expecting, right? Like like that kind of defense from the Bulls early on, and obviously there, there's way more to it when it comes to the Bulls and and, and their hot start early on. You know, you could go into you know DeRozan or Demar DeRozan and, and go into like what he's been doing in the fourth quarter, but no, either way, it's um obviously it, it makes it more enjoyable to watch. And at the end of the day, that's what we want here, right, Joey? When when you put on the Bulls game, and we're not there yet, right? We're still in that. Not incognito stage, I would say, but you're still there where like the expectations, once again, are not incredibly high. But they're at a good point where you can still sit down, watch Bulls basketball, and since they're not lofty expectations just yet, you can enjoy whatever it is you're getting because you know what, what you're going to get is, is at least a good game. If you rewind back to the Boylan era, you might not get that. right. You might get a lot of really weird, head-scratching moments, but a lot of that is gone now, and it's just enjoyable Bulls basketball.
0: Yeah, and what's funny is week by week I know they, they lost the other night, but you know, week by week they're making themselves more a part of that argument of a top team in the East, which is crazy. And and, and how it's turned around that quickly is mind boggling and to me because I'm negative and dwell, infuriating of how inept they were the last ten years, but that's besides the point. But you know, you, you, you see everything work together now and and going back to IO, you know, if he comes to this team when Jim Boylan's coach, you don't have this result. If he comes to this team, when Tom Thibodeau's the the coach, he has not play rookies, right? So it, it it's kind of been this perfect storm where Io found a slot, and he's also on a very good team that gets headlines. That's the talk of the NBA, kind of right now in a huge market, and it's 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 a lot of fun. And, and boy, what it, what this does for a program like Illinois, too. I mean, you know. They they made a nice run at the end of twenty twenty before COVID. They obviously made the tournament last year for the first time in a long time and lost to Loyola. But now you sit here and go, okay, great. Like they got a good foundation. Underwood's making roads. You know, he was in town last week of the Chicago Elite Classic. Uh, I I saw him there scouting and watching his, his recruits. And now you can add to that. Oh, by the way, Illinois turns out very successful NBA players who can hold their own as a rookie on one of the top teams in the East. That's pretty damn good because you couldn't say that for a couple of years. Football, as bad as they've been, still turned out NFL products. Basketball really hasn't as, as, as to this rate. And I can't, you know, I don't know. I can't tell you what Iowa's career is going to be for the next 10 years. I hope it's great. But at least for right now, that's your, that's your branding tag as it is, is Illinois is a good program. It's very much growing. And oh, by the way, it just turned out who could be a guy that's vying for Rookie of the Year early. That's pretty damn good. Wow! Look at that!
1: <laughs> look at you giving Illinois some props. I wasn't expecting that after you went ham on a uh, Boylan there, and what could have been in, in a in a crazy Thibodeau era. <laughs> you um, know, it
0: gets me too <laughs> upset, so I like to think of positive
1: things. YouTube taught me to be more positive. We're, we're, so.
0: we're, we're done with that, Joey. We're done. Yeah. We're,
1: we're past those days. I mean, hey, even even the Thibodeau era, as we actually discussed a few times on the show, has been um it was it was a fun time. Obviously, oh yeah, with the derailment with the Derrick Rose injuries that um put a lot of dampers. Um, on that little journey with the Chicago Bulls, but yeah, neither here nor there. I think I mean that that's actually an amazing point and one that I don't think we discuss enough on the show, especially with the line eye ties. Is oh, look at this. By the way, you know, here's something that's recently going on, and who knows, you know, with, with more with more starting opportunities or just minute opportunities. Like how how could that be in terms of climbing up the the rookie of the year leaderboard. And it'd be interesting for actually, uh, to, to look into those odds now, Joey, I might go on ahead and opening up, open up one of my gambling apps and see, uh, exactly where there's probably some, some gambling fool. You have to drive right East now. St.
0: Louis for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm already signed up. I, oh, okay. I, good. I was, yeah. You, oh, you know me. I went ahead and signed one up. one of the smart uh, ones, you know, way before you, you, you went ahead and have to go on ahead and, um, yeah, drive four hours away for, for fan duel. Um, but yeah, either, either way, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's absolutely a fantastic point and something to look forward to. And who knows? Illinois basketball, huh? Can you keep producing these products? Well, guess what, Joey? And we've talked about this before. Maybe do your best to, to recruit some of the best players in the state or from the city of Chicago, which is still in state. And um, look at this. Maybe some good things can happen. Maybe, maybe we should continue to do our best to ring in those type of, those type of products. Oh, what um, a novel you know, that idea. Of, that type of talent. You, you know, hey – be happy. There's a little bit of improvement in that direction, right? Just just a little bit. So, um, but no. And before we obviously transition to, huh, the we have to talk about the beers today. I think we, no, for a little good. bit. We're good. We're good. We can skip even it. If it, even if it's just five ten minutes, we'll go on ahead and um, we'll go on ahead and give it a, a discussion. But um, yeah, I guess just just any other like um. No lasting thoughts about it. it. Would be really cool to be at the game. I, I think we talked about this a little uh, off the hot mics That I, you won't be present, nor nor will I. But um, definitely try to watch on either either the TV or the laptop. Right, take take a quick look at it, and uh, yeah, it'd be like pretty enjoyable. Like it's something to really
0: celebrate, and it's something to you know be be a little proud of. No, absolutely. It's it's uh, an honor that hasn't been seen in a little while, and. So you might as well do it while it's kind of a hot topic because I think everyone's kind of on, like you in the tease said, IO fever. And so it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I, what, what he's meant to that program and what he built it back from uh, is pretty remarkable. And I, I, you know, they, they, they wouldn't be where they are without that. So I think it's, it's definitely the right move to give him that, that honor. And Hopefully, it shows in results for future, right? Like, not to make this an Illinois show, but it's it. We did host one for like four years, so we know a little bit. But well,
1: we can make this an show. You already said you don't want to talk about the Bears, so we could, <laughs>
0: we could we could we could
1: we could very well go on ahead and do that.
0: Uh um, But it's it's. You know, it, it was a program-changing recruit and can hopefully propel it forward. I mean, if you you have that reputation now, just like it's funny how the Bulls have changed their reputation. You know, with all this success for I O, so too does Illinois, right? It's not just a, a, a Big Ten tournament champion team and a very good Big Ten team, but it's oh, now we have a a, a very good player in the NBA and hopefully have some behind them. That are that are going to be following suit. That that's a big big deal for a team that kind of was irrelevant on the national map for you know seven or eight years. Look at that. You know, oh, the yeah, entire right. time we were she- there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Show's done. Sorry, Bears. Um, no, well, Justin Fields. Good to hear that he's healthy. That's good news. It's still been also weird. I, I know we talked about this last show, but I'm going to bring it up again because. We're doing a podcast about Chicago sports, and I'm just going to be quite honest where my pulse is with the Chicago Bears. It's still just so damn weird. Like, r- really, though, like, is, is it not? Isn't doesn't this all feel very, very strange where 90 to 95 percent of me feels like Nagy's already a lame duck? Um, but maybe like something really dumb is going to Once again, I, I don't want to, you know, chair or root on somebody being fired and losing their job. I don't, but strictly as it pertains to football and beers, fandom and the crazy way, like the, the couple days that led into the Thanksgiving game where there's the patch.com report. And then he, Oh, it looks like he definitely is going to get canned. Oh no, he's not the way all that, all that panned out and now leading us into a couple weeks after that. It just really feels that like a, it's a super lame duck feeling and it gets a little extra weird when like you feel like maybe it's not, right? Like I, I just don't know how to feel about it, but it's all just weird, right? Like it's all just super, super weird. And it almost, at least in my perspective, maybe, maybe I'm just totally on my own at this. Like it almost also like, takes away like, from the the excitement of getting Justin Fields back. Because like I, I don't know. Like I'm literally just at a loss of like I don't I don't even know. What I'm excited to view. I I think at this point, it's just the comedy of it all. Just, like, show me what you got, Bears. Like, come this Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers. Like, show me what you got. Show me if you want to be a laughing stock. Show me if you actually want to step up and game plan properly, which you haven't shown in the past few seasons. So why would I think, you know, you're going to? Or, like, I just just don't know what to expect. And at this point, it's just sitting down and and watching the clown show. And like I said, I'm circling it right back to I just don't know how, how I feel about, like, Watching Nagy like, do I feel bad for him? Do I feel like he like was fired and then rehired just to be fired? Like, it's just weird. I don't know, but that's 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 where my pulse is now. And I feel like that's probably gonna be my pulse for the last few weeks of the season. I mean, what we only have like four, four or five weeks left for this thing's wrapped up. So I mean you're calling you're about a month, right? We got about a month's worth of dealing with this. So I mean, sure, I guess unless you see a competitive advantage of getting your next guy in. And you know, dumping him before the season ends. I guess McCaskey's going to be traditional and go off pre, you know, prehistoric ways and let him finish it out. But it feels lame duckish.
0: Yeah, that'd be way too forward thinking. Did you combine previous and historic, or did you mean to say prehistoric? Like we're in dinosaurs with the Bears because that would be fitting too. I didn't mean to say
1: prehistoric, <laughs> but I did silverware prehistoric. Um, oh, that's good. You know, Oh, I forgot about uh, silverware instead of hardware. Yes, that's good. Bringing home the silverware. Pre- yeah. If we're going off prehistoric, uh, prehistoric um, behaviors, then yes, yeah, I think that, that's much.
0: what we doing doing. Right. Pre, prehistoric. <laughs> if we go back to the dinosaur age, uh, yeah, when the bears were formed and there's no forward pass. Uh, yeah, it is weird. I, I you know, I, I was there last weekend, as I am every home game, and it just, it's a weird feeling, right? Like. You, you get in the building and you're excited to see the Bears because you only get eight of these plus maybe playoffs a year, right? But then you sit down and, like, it's the same story and it's there's not really buzz in the stadium anymore. They're clearly out of it, no matter what some graphic tells you. They're out. So it's just you sit there and go, what like, what is the reason to watch? Why am I investing my time to watch the team? And a majority of that is Justin Fields and was Justin Fields and you know when he was out for two weeks and you watch Andy Dalton you know crap the bed and you go wow like that's what they were thinking was going to save their season like now you know through evidence that that never was going to bring you probably any more wins so it's 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 a crappy spot to be in because it, it 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 gets to an apathetic point for the next couple of weeks because you're absolutely right it's what am I watching? Is Matt Nagy staying? Is he going? Are they going to fire him now or later? Do I want to root for them to fire people again? I hate feeling that way. I want to root for them to win, <laughs> and it's just—it's this whole thing, of the song and dance. So and that's, why like, you, that's why you want him gone now, so you don't have to root. For right? Get it right. over with. At least, at least then there's hope and a little bit of direction. You know, now you're, you, you're just sitting here. You're you're delaying the inevitable at the expense of every damn Sunday. <laughs> or Are you not? is it not the inevitable we
1: call it the inevitable or is it not the inevitable i'm telling you it could get a little weird that'd be um, crazy how can you go
0: from 12 and 4 to 8 and 8 8 and 8 and maybe 5 and 12 this year right
1: shit, That's crazy you call, it, call
0: it call it 6 and 11 just to be nice i mean
1: like either way right like it's and they're just bad what's I, the best they could probably do like 7 and 10 at this point Though that would give you
0: a Ted Phillips presser that they did win enough games.
1: <laughs> Seven and ten. Stop, stop. There's no way. But what I was going to ask was, I ask you this every every week that obviously you would. Well, you've you've also attended a, a, at least one road game this year in Vegas. But what was the feel like at Soldier Field? Were the were the fire neggy chants really really hot and going? Were they not? Was it more just like it was just a weird vibe or? What, yeah. What was your vibe? What was what was the vibe around the stadium? I mean, it,
0: it it was it was gross out, so that made it a little diff difficult. Sure. Um. But no, it just kind of it was kind of meh. Like you're you're like kind of excited to be there because it's an NFL game and you want to see the Bears and you don't. Like I said, you don't get that many of them a year, so you get excited for it. But then the reality sets in, and Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray, and they're up fourteen nothing over the Bears, and and you just sit there and it kind of just like. Eh, like you, you you saw on TV that all the people left at halftime, right? And 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 it's just that people are realizing it's not kind of worth the investment right now. And I hope that's a harsh reality for ownership of those in charge. I don't know if it will be, but yeah, it was just kind of an, a, a, a meh atmosphere because it's one thing if they're not great, but you have Justin Fields to watch. This was like, why am I wasting time watching Andy Dalton? This does nothing for me this year and will certainly mean nothing for next year.
1: But how many empty seats would you try to estimate or percentage-wise empty seats there were like in the beginning of the game?
0: Was Um, there many? It was noticeable. If there's 67,000 people, I'd say maybe... I don't know. Two thousand, let's say two to five thousand seats, maybe. The end zones are pretty sparse. Um, the only issue so I mean, is I would still call it a small number. You probably still got about sixty thousand in attendance, right? Something like that. But then by let's call the third so my point quarter, is that's you, too
1: many fans,
0: right? <laughs> and, but and then and by halftime, about
1: them leaving and stuff, right? But. And that's less concessions you get to sell and whatnot. But they're still there. I mean, you still have well over $50,000. Yeah, i am mean, going
0: to the Monday night game, 000. and I'm going to go to the Giants game. Like, I'm going to go. But well, it's just... Monday night? I'm a, I'm a terrible Bears fan. I was here sitting here thinking it was Sunday night. No, this week is Sunday night, and no, the next week is Monday night against okay, the Vikings. Okay,
1: okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got it all. Yes, in, in Lambeau. Okay, got it, got it. I was all I was all thrown for a loop. You're not
0: going to Lambeau, though, right? no, 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 no. no. Oh, I know you did Vegas. Never did been Vegas. to Lambo. My dad's never been either, and we're like, "How?" how I, I'm shocked he's never gone. He's he's like worked at Lambo for like other events, but never gone for a game. So I I'm that's shocked of that. Actually, I I, I would am go. very
1: surprised at that myself. Well, considering you do like you're willing to travel for beers, hell, if you're willing to travel for beers football this year, <laughs> no matter what the circumstances,
0: yeah. then I I would I would have assumed. We, you would well, have work your, it worked out. Well, it's that's we were talking about it. We go. I don't think we. Had, there was like a gap. Like, I don't think we traveled for a Bears game since they since they went to the Super Bowl. I think because my like my dad my, my dad's only traveled for the year they won the Super Bowl. He went to the game in Miami. I think that they lost and then went to the Super Bowl. And then <laughs> well, they were
1: only good for about three years after the Super.
0: Bowl. Right. And then it was almost <laughs> no, yeah, like worth the trip. And he never traveled seasons. anywhere for the yeah. And he never traveled anywhere for the other ones. And we went to Vegas. Oh, excuse me. We went to the Super Bowl in Miami that they lost and then. And then to Vegas. I don't know. I don't travel much for the Bears. I don't know why. Well, I mean, you you do get the eight, you
1: get the eight home games. Yeah, and stuff,
0: that's why. Or I I don't know. I need to do know. more sports traveling. As, as the world gets better, I would like to do that. Like
1: I I, I have fun. a feeling I have a feeling that if you, if you rewind the clock back a few years and the Bears were actually worth a damn, you probably would have done some traveling. So right. I mean, I obviously being a, being in college for four years also probably takes away from from that uh, true that opportunity as well. But, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like, okay, here we come Sunday night, another ass kicking, and then like it's like you're just preparing yourself for the same old song. Like, what, what's there to break down at this point? And this, and this is not just me, like, trying for the sake of, like, pecking it in on the Bears, but let's just be realistic here, right? If, if you're a sports fan and, and you're tuning in, like, what the hell really – is there to aggressively break down, aggressively question, except for the things we've been breaking
0: down and questioning all damn year? Or please tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, no, please no. I, 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 I think you literally can only watch <laughs> Justin Fields, and I think you have to see how the game plan right. is. It gonna be is it gonna be the Pittsburgh game plan where you let him loose? Is it gonna be? Do you be... even care about
1: that? Let me ask you. I that do. Too. Do you really even care if, if Matt Nagy's lame duck? Do you give a shit? Like what the game plan is?
0: I do because I want to see Justin Fields succeed. But I think also, okay. it, but I think also, you want to look at it because then it tells you. I know we're pretty much sold on Nagy being gone, but it, I, I think it reinforces. If you get your ass kicked again this weekend on national TV, and Justin Fields has ten pass attempts for sixty-four yards, then 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 you know it's also the coach, and then you hope everyone in charge sees that and goes, "We can't keep." doing this no matter the loss. Oh my god. Do we need more evidence though? Do we say more do, we evidence? don't. We don't. But they clearly they do. Still? I do I'm they? telling you, there there is a scenario <laughs> here. They may get rid of Nagy, but I'm telling you they you can mark it on the timestamp. They are because everyone wants to make a football operations, they are gonna bump Ryan Pace to president of football operations. That is what they're gonna do. 7.37, December the 9th. You, you said a timestamp. So that me. is what they're going to do. They're going to bump him upstairs like Paxson and then hire another GM and coach. And do you sell really off buy like that? that? That's my Joey brain. That's what I've thought all week. But th-
1: So basically, because th- this whole time, we're, we're wondering if, if Negi and Pace are tied to each other, where maybe that's why P- Pace doesn't speak enough, because... If you know a- anything that's like ill being said about Nagy, he doesn't really want to touch that because they're they're tied to the hip together. If they're both in, they're both in. If they're both out, they're both out. But now all of a sudden, within the past few weeks, like there's this narrative of potentially like yes, Nagy out, but pace up, and like if if it's up in a different position outside of football operations, okay, fine, whatever. But you know, like um, oh sorry, I'm not a Cubs. who's the Cubs exec that went from it was Crane Kenny. Yeah, Crane Kenny. Like it was like a Crane Kenny esque move with the Bears and Ryan Pace. Like sure,
0: whatever. But
1: you're going to give oh, him Ted a Phillips is their Crane Kenny. Yeah, well, if if you wanted to give him still like a Crane Kenny esque, like pays like a some like the assistant to Ted Phillips and like you know like put him somewhere else. But like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it would be that right. Like more to your point, so you're going to promote him and get rid of the guy he brought in and then like forget about all the other flaws and the quarterbacking flaws he made before having La- <laughs> to then get rid of
0: that's true i mean Understand they got so it. much money tied up in there but think about it last time you thought they were going to fire ryan pace they extended him so i i is think is it just laziness then is it laziness I, for, for not i think wanting they to find a different mind i think they really 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 like ryan pace and they are scared shitless. No, I know, but they are scared (laughs) shitless to to try to find the search again because they don't know what they're doing, and the consultant they normally hire is retired. And so if they can make someone in charge of football operations from from an executive level that they trust, because it's all about trust in that building, and then that person can hire the front-facing GM, the front-facing coach, etc., that may be a better structure. So I don't... We don't know
1: how to find the right guy, so we'll just promote the football guy who's already here and has enough football experience, even though he sh- he's shown us multiple times that he hasn't gotten the job done. But we'll still promote him because we don't want to mess up on finding another football guy and entrusting him to find a, a GM and a coach. Yeah, it's absolutely mind-boggling and crazy. But I feel like they're that because if you weird promote to him do it. to that, he's picking then the GM right he's picking his like what would be like predecessor in that case right and then like he's obviously helping with drafts and coaching searches and things of that nature right like what would be his only role? like if he's the president of football operations you don't just say okay pick the gm and now stay out of it and let the gm do whatever right, he's got to right. do they're they're together now it's and he's the one who's higher
0: above so what the hell <laughs> well, maybe they like him they just know he can't pick quarterbacks so well i mean fields should be fine but that was more of a naggy pick. But. Maybe maybe they say great. You can have input on all personnel decisions except quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Over it, <laughs> I know. I'm it's not- just it's it, it's so infuriating. You have to keep talking about this every damn year. And I, I told you last week. I keep seeing all of our shows from last season pop up as on this date on Facebook and Instagram and all these things. And it's everything is the same. And that was a playoff team, but everything we talked about then is the same. What we're talking about now, and it's infuriating. To the point where I sit on a Sunday, I go, the Bears are getting to the ineptitude of like the Lions in terms of reputation. Like it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad where year after year the team is just not competitive, not a factor. And us idiots keep going out there to support them and nothing changes. Nothing changes. They haven't won in almost 40 years. (laughs) What, I mean, it's crazy. Listen,
1: <sighs> I'm with you. Like so I I I'm not even going to ask about a score prediction. I'm not going to add a, Packers win, right? Like it's just that's like I don't care how much 20 to 4 to 3 I I don't care. It's Packers. It's just a matter of we touched on it. We did and that that's the pulse. I, I don't know how anybody else um feels any other way, but any closing remarks from you uh one Joey Gelman, about the scene of Chicago sports?
0: Thank God for the Bulls. <laughs>
1: that's all can you can say. Yeah, I mean, good stories. As we talked about, I would assume early on in the show and getting his jersey uh, honored uh, over the back back in Illinois. He'll be making a trip down there midweek and get to enjoy and, and bask in that as, as he should. So that's the note we're going to leave it on because that's the good note. Next week, obviously, when we come back, there's going to be a little bit of bear stock mixed in with probably more Bulls because, like you said, Thank God for the Bulls, Joy. They're, they're the only thing uh, worth a darn in this town um, for the time being, at least. So, that being said, enjoy as much as you can of this Sunday night's football game. Watch Justin Fields, maybe, and only Justin Fields, and maybe go to the go to the TV and or go to the kitchen to make a sandwich when the when Aaron Rodgers and company are off. You know, offense on the field. So, do with that as you wish, but best of luck in your in your viewing experience for my partner joey gelman you can find on twitter at joey gelman myself on twitter at tweet dan Collins. this finally show at believe in chicago as always we are brought to you by the believe podcast network the number one podcast network for professionals we'll catch you next time